So two games, one day. Welcome to the behind the scenes of how we cover matches across the Wolves media channels. I'm Mikey Burrows. At game one, I've arrived at Agbra Stadium, the home of Kidderminster Harriers. It's also the home of Wolves under-23s who take on Sunderland under-23s. First job is to get checked in. OK, morning. How are we doing? Hiya. Do we need temperature check? Yeah, we do. Yeah, this man's got a summary to hopefully that works. What's your name? Mikey Burroughs Wolves. Duty Boys Zero. Okay, brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. So we're in the stadium, masks on, hold the steps, and stand on the far side and say hello to our cameraman, Alex Gage. Hello. So it's just under an hour to go until kickoff and things are falling over all over the place here at Agra because the wind is quite strong. We're up on the gantry on the far side from the main stand here at Agra. Our cameraman, Alex Gage, has got all our gear ready. We're about to start our testing process and then we'll be ready to go for our coverage across Wolves TV, the Wolves app, and also across YouTube as well. I get the responsibility to do some of the graphics updates during the game, which is a little bit new for a commentator to try and do, but myself and Alex, we work together as a team to try and bring you the very best coverage that we can of Wolves under-23s, wherever they go. And sometimes it's not as easy when we're not in a stadium like Agbra, but we try and do our very best for you. So the warm-ups are done. The players are heading in for those final few moments with the coaching staff to get them prepared. There's always a, a little bit of a lull in sound at this kind of stage of a match. Pre-pandemic, and certainly when we were playing at Telford last season, you generally get a fairly decent crowd in. It's been slightly strange this year not being allowed any supporters in, even at this level. There are quite a few scouts and other bits of media that turn up to watch these games, but pretty much they are playing behind closed doors. All our tests are done. Wolves TV is up and running and we'll be ready for the game in just a couple of minutes. Condor's delivery. Again, it was nearly towards Longvike. It was Jack Scott's header that rattles back off the woodwork. Switch is again trying to switch the play. That's another excellent ball that's got Jack Scott racing on. And Scott may well find a route through. Here's Campbell. Oh, the heavy touch from Chen Campbell. So it's half-time here at Agbra. It's goalless. Jack Scott with the best opportunity of it. His header hitting the near post from a Luke Condal corner. Connor Carty also forced a good save from the Sunderland goalkeeper. Andreas Sondergaard, the Wolves keeper, has gone off injured in the first half. So hopefully that's not too serious. Uh, I provided a little snack for our cameraman Alex Gage to get him through the second period. We'll take a little bit of a break and then we'll be back on air for the second half, just when the players begin to come out. And then we've got to get everything done quickly. Post-match interviews done and get packed up and start looking ahead to the second game of the day. But before that, it's the second half here at Agbra and hopefully some goals and a Wolves under-23s win. Again, a very good ball to find Jack Scott. 
who's looking early towards Carty. Oh, what a chance! What a real chance for Connor Carty. So full-time uh, Agbra Stadium ended Wolves under 23s nil, Sunderland nil. Conakarty with the best chance of the game in the second half. Brilliant work by Jack Scott down the right-hand side. Jack Scott came closest out of anyone to scoring. Really, he met a Luke Cundall corner from the right-hand side in the first half, and his header rattled back off the post. So a little bit of disappointment not to have got all three points against Sunderland. We're going to pack away our equipment. We'll head down to the side of the field to interview James Collins and possibly a player as well. And then it'll be all about us getting across to Molyneux for the second part of two games in one day. James, what are your thoughts on the draw in the end? Disappointed because I think we deserve to win the game. Um, I thought we controlled the game pretty much from start to finish probably the disappointment from our point of view we're looking at ourselves I thought we could have you know, created a few more chances than we did I thought we had good control we passed the ball nicely played out from the back really well um, build up was good and then we didn't take our chances I still thought we were we a good, good value for the point and probably deserved to win so interviews done you might be able to hear the mowers on the field behind me the ground staff getting this pitch ready for its next game we need to finish packing away and get ourselves to our next game two games in one day first one finished nil nil hopefully more to come for the first team once we're finished packing away we'll get ourselves to Molyneux which is where Gemma Frith should be arriving shortly to start her match day Thank you, Mikey. Yes, I'm here at Molyneux ahead of our second game of today against Liverpool at 8pm this evening. We're actually unbeaten at home against reigning Premier League champions, so hopefully we can keep that run up this evening. It's been a year since we had fans in Molyneux, and it's very different here on a match day now, but it's something we've all become accustomed to over time. Uh, but today, fans can actually join us virtually for our Feed Our Pack fixture, which is raising money for people in the area who need vital meals and have been most affected by the coronavirus pandemic <laughs> and we're just going to have to walk slightly further along the pitch because the sprinklers are now aiming towards us the sprinklers almost got us there but it is now three hours until we face liverpool we've actually just recorded all of our social media hits that are going to be going up on our instagram and twitter shortly the players are arriving at Molyneux ahead of our 8 o'clock kickoff this evening. Team news is also in. There's just one change to today's starting 11. Willie Bolly is back after being out injured for one month as Leander Dendonka drops to the bench. I'm going to pop up to the press box to see Mikey, where he hosts Matchday Live Extra every week. And he'll be joined by Andy Thompson Plus, two very special guests this evening. So let's go have a chat with him. Hi, Mikey. Sorry to interrupt you with your Match Day Live extra prep, but very quickly, it's been a long day for you so far, hasn't it? Your second game today. How does your role differ ahead of this match? Yeah, hello, by the way, Devin. Nice to, <laughs> nice to see you. Um, it, it's, it, the biggest thing for me at the moment is trying to switch from TV commentary mode and interviewing mode, which we'll get onto in a minute because yeah. you've got to do that a little bit later on. Having done that with the 23s, and then get into 
presenting mode and radio commentary mode, which is a, a completely different style of commentary. So obviously with the TV, people can see the pictures, they can see the stuff going through. So it, it's a little bit more relaxed and maybe coming up with more things to fill the time. Whereas with radio, I've got to be absolutely on it because I need to know where the ball is at every moment. I do have Tomo to help me out this time whereas I was on my own earlier so I've got him to be able to chip in with a few bits but yeah that's the biggest thing because we've never done this before Gem like two games in one day and trying to switch between the two is something completely new really. Yeah, it's very special, which is why we wanted to sort of give listeners a bit of behind the scenes of, of how we manage two home games in one day. It's definitely been a busy one. Now, on Match Day Live Extra today, you do have some very special guests. Who do you have joining you? So, uh, I think I've got to check with our producer, Yanni, because I, I never know until we get properly into it. Um, but we've got John Barnes, uh, former Liverpool man, England legend and stuff as well, um, which is great because, you know, for people who might not have listened to Match Day Live Extra before, we always try and give a flavour of the opposition and we've had some really big names on you know when we played Arsenal Paul Merson came on and spoke to us Danny Mills was on a couple of weeks ago for Leeds Gareth Barry came on when we played Everton so this is just a flavour of some of the names so John Barnes will give the Liverpool view and uh, Stephen Ward is going to be on as well tonight which is brilliant because he's the last Wolves player to score a league winner against Liverpool 11 years ago Anfield it doesn't feel like yesterday really and the reason also I mentioned that game is because coming up on Wolves Radio in the next couple of weeks you'll be able to hear Kevin Foley talk about that game as his my golden game Amazing. You've got some fantastic perspectives uh, tonight, pre-match. Of course, our listeners are going to be hearing this after it's gone live, but they can always go back and watch it on YouTube uh, and hear their insight. Uh, so for me, you've got, you've got a very busy <laughs> few hours ahead of you, but I get to take a bit of a back seat now. I can uh, chill out in the press box, watch the game, enjoy the match, um, and then my job is going to restart post-match uh, interviewing the players pitch side. So I'll be down there to get a bit of reaction at the end of the game hopefully off the back of a, of a positive result that would be uh, that would be fantastic so yeah fingers crossed for today and good luck with match day live extra thank you very much and good luck with having to speak to the players afterwards <laughs> thank you thank you very much john you mentioned before that you're a fan of pedro neto um i, I wanted to pick your brains about him really because you know he's speedy he's got a wonderful left foot reminds me of a certain someone that's joined us to talk to us what do you where can he go because he talks himself about wanting to be amongst possibly the best player in world football what have you seen in him do you think he can get there well, best player in world football, they talk about Messi and Ronaldo. I don't know about that, but I do know he's a fantastic player. I think from an attacking perspective, um, people talk about Traore. Traore is a great player, but I think Neto is the real one who who really gives Wolves that um, that extra spark because, he, uh, you know, he's, he's quick, he's strong, um, he's skillful, he's creative. Um, so I, I like him a lot. I think, he's, I think he's Wolves' most important attacking player. As I said, I love Jimenez. Not just in terms of his goals, regardless of whether he scored goals, the energy he gave, the work rate, bringing people into play. Um, but I think Neto, for me, of course, Neves and, and Moutinho are great players. But if you think you're talking about a player who can then do what Jota did, I think Neto is one. How do we get more goals out of both him and Adama, though? You score plenty from wide areas. Well, they're not goal scorers. 
you know, the thing about it is that they create, they score the odd goal, but that is not who they are. Um, so, yes, you want them. Of course, everybody wants to score more goals. But, you know, I don't if I think if you look at Wolves, the silver is the one who's a great goal scorer. He doesn't have the, the mobility or the strength of, as a Jimenez when balls come in the box. But you can see he's a very good finisher. Uh, but I don't necessarily think you're going to get that many goals out of uh, Traore or, or Neto. They're just very creative. And I think if you look at the, world, the way Wolves play, they will create a lot of chances with those two players without necessarily scoring lots of goals. But... If, listen, if they could score goals as well, Traore is the same, they would be like Messi and Ronaldo. But what they have in terms of scoring the odd goal and being creative is, is plenty good enough. Time for kickoff here at Molyneux. The teams have lined up and Connor Cody is holding a beautiful walk brief in honour of Graham Hughes. Cushioning ahead of down to Neves, turns away from Thiago and Wolves trying to get it through to Triori. It has reached him and Triori skipping away from one challenge and Semedo is racing up here and it's Semedo into the penalty area trying to check back onto his left foot oh. and forces a very good save by Alisson Low down to his left at his near post. Mane to Salah, back in field to Mane, onto Jota in the penalty area, striking it low and striking it in and it's Diogo Jota. Who else that comes back to haunt his former club? It's half-time here at Molyneux and just before the whistle, Diogo Jota made it 1-0 for Liverpool. It had been an overall positive first half, lots of opportunities. Semedo had a shot on target very early in the half, but unfortunately we are trailing at the break. Time to warm up with a hot drink and hope for better in the second half. Bolly, back to Martinho. We'll try and tee it up for Saiz, and Saiz got the better of Shotter and left-footed cross whipped in. It's Cody's oh. header, and it's across the top of the crossbar. Semedo early for Traore to try and carry it forwards on the right-hand side and trying to go on the outside of Kabak towards the byline. Low one in, Allison just punched it towards the edge of the penalty area. Martinho trying to poke it forwards, blocked off by Phillips. It's full-time here at Molyneux. No post-match interview from me this evening. We do want to wish Rui a very speedy recovery after what was a nasty injury towards the end of the match there. It seemed to be an accidental collision between him and Connor Cody. But we have had positive news from Nuno that Rui is conscious and responding well to treatment. So the match here ends 1-0 to Liverpool. It's unfortunately a loss here at Molyneux for Wolves. We have a few weeks now without any matches as we go into the international break. Our next game will be back at Molyneux against West Ham at the start of April. But in the meantime, me and Mikey will keep you up to date here on Wolves Radio.